Ivermectin is an FDA-approved generic drug to treat parasites in humans. An over-the-counter remedy is also available to treat large and small animals. And a growing number of people continue to take the prescription and animal ivermectin to prevent or treat COVID-19 infection. Ozarks at Large's Jacqueline Froelich spoke with an avid ivermectin user, several medical experts, and an attorney with ACLU Arkansas. That organization recently filed a federal lawsuit against a local physician dispensing ivermectin to county jail inmates. When the COVID-19 pandemic was declared nearly two years ago, word soon spread about a cheap, widely available remedy called ivermectin used to treat parasites by prescription in people and sold over-the-counter as a medicine for animals. Eureka Springs resident John Moria has been taking animal ivermectin for over a year. And it's a gel that comes out, and I take for my weight... um, about the size of a lima bean. It's apple-flavored. The Potter blacksmith and Christian motivational speaker says he's never been infected with COVID-19. He's also never submitted to testing. He encourages others to try ivermectin. It's for um, parasites, bots, and it's antiviral. Such belief that ivermectin kills the COVID-19 virus traces back to 2020 lab research conducted overseas showing the drug inhibiting replication of viruses in vitro in test containers. Recent meta-analysis of randomized controlled trials on small groups of people infected with COVID-19 comparing ivermectin to no treatment, conventional care, or placebo yielded unreliable results. Ivermectin adherents now widely source the International Frontline COVID-19 Critical Care Alliance, comprised of physicians and journalists who post epidemiological data from places like India, Zimbabwe, and Argentina, showing ivermectin protocols driving down COVID case rates. It's just simply not acceptable to point to declines in in COVID rates and increases in ivermectin use as proof of ivermectin effectiveness. Peter Lurie, MD, president of the Center for Science in the Public Interest in Washington, D.C., has been monitoring the growing use of ivermectin by Americans to treat or prevent COVID-19. Ivermectin is a drug that's been around for quite a long time. It's been used in humans for lice, scabies, and especially for river blindness in West Africa. Um, and it's also been used uh, as an antiparasitic drug in animals. Um, so it's a drug with a long history. It's got real legitimate purposes. Um, the question, though, is whether or not there's any evidence of effectiveness in the treatment of COVID. Ivermectin is promoted on social media and conservative news networks as a safe, cheap COVID-19 prophylactic and remedy. Scant data exists on physicians prescribing ivermectin and the number of patients and people seeking it. Tracking use of veterinarian ivermectin by people is impossible. You know, if you go to most mainstream hospitals, they're fully aware of recommendations against use of this product by the World Health Organization, the NIH, the Infectious Disease Society of America, and they go along with those recommendations. It's people along the margins who have been touting this product. FDA labeling for Stromectol, the brand name for prescription ivermectin, depending on dosage and duration, warns it may cause fatigue, myriad gastrointestinal distress, skin rash, edema, vertigo, lymph node enlargement, or coma. 
The FDA has not authorized or approved ivermectin for use in preventing or treating COVID-19 in humans or animals, which can catch the virus. And Lurie says there is also collateral risk. That if you believe that you are protected against getting infected with COVID, you may not do the things that actually will protect you, like social distancing, like masking, like taking the vaccine. Lurie says to establish ivermectin as a safe and effective treatment for COVID-19, the generic drug must go through large controlled clinical human trials. Cardiologist and clinical research scientist Adrian Hernandez, MD, is executive director of the Duke Clinical Research Institute in Durham, North Carolina. He's coordinating the Accelerating COVID-19 Therapeutic Interventions and Vaccines Program, ACTIVE-6 for short. And so we're studying uh, currently three uh, different uh, medications. One is ivermectin. Another is fluvoxamine uh, that has been used in uh, depressive disorders. Um, And a third is fluticasone, which is used uh, for asthma. Hernandez says 80 research sites across the U.S. are enrolling people who must be at least 30 years old, have tested positive for COVID-19 within the past 10 days, and had at least two COVID-19 symptoms for a week. Yeah, so we started enrolling in June, uh, so this summer, and uh, like the Omicron surge, uh, so have we seen a surge in participation in active six. And so we have over 2,700 participants across all three arms. And so we expect over the um, coming months that that we'll uh, start having results um, from these three different arms. Referring to the three medications. Ivermectin was one of those drugs that was evaluated. And the context there was that um, some of the earlier data suggesting that it may have activity and you know potential um, use, as well as it as being used in the community. And so given that, it's an important question either way to understand, does it have any benefits or does it have no benefits? The National Institutes of Health National Center for Advancing Translational Sciences is sponsoring the Active 6 platform trial to study the effects of the three drugs concurrently on enrollees. It will determine key characteristics to enable more pragmatic and efficient future clinical research, he says. What we really need to understand, does it have a, um, any impact in the clinical world uh, for um, uh, COVID-19? And so that's our focus is How's it help humans or not? The findings, Hernandez says, will help to further off-label drug research to treat mild to moderate COVID-19 and prevent hospitalizations. A few Northwest Arkansas physicians prescribe pharmaceutical ivermectin to patients. The most popular is Dr. Robert Karras, a private practice physician in Fayetteville, who also operates Karras Correctional Health. Last year, Karras and Washington County Sheriff Tim Helder publicly disclosed inmates at the Washington County Detention Center were being treated with ivermectin. ACLU Arkansas recently filed suit in U.S. District Court for the Western District of Arkansas on behalf of four plaintiffs who claim the jail, the sheriff, and Dr. Karras were administering the drug without prior informed consent. ACLU Arkansas legal director and licensed attorney Gary Sullivan says no court date has been set and his team is in early discovery phase. Interestingly, all we found out so far is that the county has not purchased any ivermectin. So uh, we do not know if Dr. Karras is getting that provided to him by the manufacturer, possibly for research purposes, or what. The Arkansas Medical Board is also investigating Karras, who reportedly admitted to treating 250 inmates with ivermectin, some since November of 2020. 
The ACLU has no exact numbers yet, but claims inmates were initially told the treatment was a blend of vitamins, antibiotics, and or steroids. Sullivan says plaintiffs claim they were sickened by the drug. They um, experienced abdominal pain, um, diarrhea, some lasting for quite some time. Um, They had nausea. Dr. Karras has claimed on the record that no inmates were forced to take the drug and that he was trying to prevent COVID-19 infection and death in the jail. Sullivan says Karras continues to treat inmates with ivermectin. Yes, he does. Um, we, we have asked the, the sheriff to put a stop to it, and the sheriff has said that Dr. Karras has his blessing, and Dr. Karras has refused to stop. Indicating some deep personal conviction that ivermectin works. For Ozarks at Large, I'm Jacqueline Froelich.